gestating the curious minds involves adult themes and situations. Just a warning. Go ahead. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you burp. <laughs> you couldn't pull I, it up. My throat felt so thick, and I suddenly pan- It's been a while since we've been on mic. Ooh, on mic. <clears throat> on mic. Sounds so professional. You going to read the intro or not? Welcome back to Gestating the Curious Minds, <laughs> where we embarrass the teens by asking them to give us prompts for our next story. <laughs> Where'd you get that one from? (laughs) Where the hell did that come from? (laughs) We're your entertainers, Glenn and Gertie Nuzzles. Allow us to shine a light on the process of creation for the most splendiferous fiction genre, paranormal smuts. (laughs) We're we're back. It's been a a long time. It's been a long time. When was our last episode? Don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's been like a month or more. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 That's what you get. We got lazy. We got lazy. There was uh, there was Thanksgiving. There was my birthday. That's not much of an excuse because they're three days away from each other. Yeah. I know that we spent all that time working on the uh, mystery theater thing. Yeah. That and took then up we so just kind of sat. Yeah. Didn't do anything Didn't else. Didn't do much else after that. Well, all right. So what's going on? Do we... Yeah, so... I forget how the show works. Do we recap what we did last time? I don't understand. No, you're going to read... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm going upstairs for a while. <laughs> we're, we're on chapter... We I freshly wrote chapter three. Yes, you did. So you're going to read that for us, and then we're going to storyboard chapter four. Okay. Want me to start reading? Go for it. Okay. November 30th, 2021. The third day of Hanukkah found Bethany, Lucretia, and Charles at the local Simon Simon Mall? Simon. Simon Mall. The twirling lady might have been temporarily off limits to them, but the mall cops couldn't do anything about them sitting in the food court, picking at a Cinnabon for a few hours while they discussed their future evil deeds. But Charles was antsy. Before they could plan their heist, he insisted on a lap through the mall and a visit to their favorite stores. First, they visited Hot Topic, of course. They penetrated the store in V-formation, a symbol of their authority over the store. (laughs) The manager, who had been leaning against a tower of Funko Pops, stood in attention at the sight of the trio and gestured to the back of the store when they kept a selection of vintage 2005 apparel. Bethany picked up a baby tee with a cute pink bunny, making a rude gesture uh, with his hand pressed out to the front. (laughs) You mean like this? Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you give someone the finger, but you turn the hand around so the palm's facing them. (laughs) Charles, who had been sweating, seemed to relax as he loaded his arms with the plaid trip blazer and a variety of colored studded belts. What foundation are you wearing today, Charles? You're so pale, Lucretia asked enviously. Charles flushed as he tucked a pack of bat earrings into his pocket. Oh, it's not foundation. I just tend to feel ill when I'm not being my authentic self. You see, I've given up on the customs of society in favor of hedonism. Charles paid for the items in his arms and slid a $20 bill to the cashier with a pat of his pocket and a sly wink. The cashier shrugged and put the money into the register. Hedonism, Bethany's ears picked up. Oh, yes, Charles exclaimed. I'll tell you more at Auntie Anne's. 
Charles's flush was fading, but crept back into his cheeks as he paid for a cinnamon sugar pretzel and lemonade. Hedonism is my newest life philosophy. I've always had family money, and the ease of life has bored me. I needed a new reason to exist. Luckily, I found hedonism, though uh, which oh, through which I can live my truth. Charles was bouncing his knee. I found that shopping at least twice a day helps me enjoy all the luxuries of the world. Plus, I can better hone my five-finger discount. Charles winked and flashed the bat earrings at the two women. Smithy was shocked. We were with you the whole time. How did you manage that? Charles leaned back against the Auntie Anne's countertop and placed a pretzel between his teeth as if it were a cigar. I remember the first time I ever stole something. It was a sticky summer day, and I was in town for the flea market. I saw a bin of glass beads, and I let my fingers run through them, and the feeling sent shivers up my spine. Bethany and Lucretia were at rapt attention. Ah, there was no one manning the booth. All these glittering baubles resting so elegantly in the sun, waiting for someone to fill their pockets with them. And I scooped up a handful and deftly snuck them into my pocket without anyone noticing. Suddenly, an old lady appeared behind the table, and she had no idea of what I had done, and the exhilaration took me over. Oh, I couldn't help but hand her a few dollars just for the opportunity to have such an experience. Were they... I see where it's going. That's why I'm laughing. Were they expensive? Lucretia asked, no, they only cost a few dollars, but that was the only, that was, not, that was only the first time. I reckon I've stolen thousands of dollars worth of merchandise by now, Charles was smug. In fact, these bat earrings cost $12.99. I'll add that to my running total when I get home. Smithy, impressed, clapped her hand against Charles' shoulder. Well, you've proven yourself a thief, but uh, what about your ability to sneak? Charles grinned. Sounds like we need to make a run to REI for some gear. A man is only as sneaky as his shoes. Shortly thereafter, they were in REI amongst the kayaks. Tell me more about hedonism, Charles. <laughs> what were they all about anyway? Or what's that all about anyway? Hedonism is a life philosophy built around enjoying excess. Charles was eyeing an uh, end cap of assorted bottle openers and keychains. My family's money wasn't enough, though. I had to give myself to the excess. Really crack open the governor on the desire. <laughs> it was completely it's completely changed my life. I can't go one day without buying something new and I've never been happier. Charles's hand shook as he hooked his fingers through a pack of carabiners and pulled them up into his sleeve, obscuring them. His pale face flushed once again, and his eyes rolled back in ecstasy. <laughs> now then, I imagine we will need rope and headlamps. The three made their way through the store and left with their arms full of supplies for the professional break-in. Charles had paid for all of it, including a sly $20 bill he slipped to the cashier to cover his clandestine carabiners. He loved the rush of knowing he had shared the secret with the cashiers and showed his appreciation, as he always did, with money. Yes, Charles was a master thief. Lucretia and Bethany looked at each other and then back at Charles. Charles, they said in unison, you're in. Charles was stunned for a moment. Of course I'm in. I'm the one that came up with the plan. Well, there we go. We got that chapter knocked out. We're three chapters in. We're three chapters <laughs> We've in. We've been at this for like four months. Um, chapter four. Introduce Lucretia. What? Who is she? <laughs> it's been so long. No, I know who Lucretia is. What was her, her deal? Uh, so she's Sporty Spice. Yeah. And her dad is Tom York. Yeah, yeah. No, but what her being Sporty Spice, what does that mean for her in terms of this She dips heist? beneath the lasers. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, 
<laughs> She's Catherine Zeta-Jones in yeah. Entrapment. <laughs> now I get it. I'm just wondering. So we're just going to flesh out her character a little bit more beyond just being Smithy's sidekick and best friend and roommate. Yeah. Uh, find out what her motivation is. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to be an athlete, right? And her dad wasn't supportive of it. Mm-hmm. So that's her deal. Um, Does she want to be an athlete, but she's never had a chance to actually be in a sport? Yes, I believe that was what we landed on. Let me read these side notes. Dips beneath the lasers. She's a contortionist. Those are all the notes we have on her. Okay. So we're kind of starting from scratch. Yeah, okay. So I think we wanted to make her the contortionist. I do like what you just said about how she really wants to be sporty or athletic or whatever, but her father never let her, which means everything she claims to be able to do sports-wise is only in her head. So when she has an opportunity to do it, she's going to have to fail completely. Yeah, she's not a classically trained... Well, it's just like how Charles is a quote-unquote master thief when mm-hmm. in reality has a shopping addiction. Yeah. And he pays for everything he steals. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's... <laughs> they're just a, a band of merry idiots. Yeah. What sport did she want to do? What's the funniest sport you can think of? What is the funniest sport? Are sports funny? I don't know. So what? She's in elementary school and she really wants to play water polo? No, that's not funny. She had years of dance because that's what her dad would let her do. No, because so this is Tom York. So maybe like uh, he didn't. He thought it wouldn't be cool if he was actually because he wants to be cool. So he doesn't want to actually have to be at a dance recital for his daughter. So he doesn't let her dance. I like the idea that she doesn't get to do anything. Like even if she tries to do yoga in her bedroom, he busts in and stops her. <laughs> oh, so she's real stiff. She's not bendy even a little she's bit. She's not bendy even the littlest bit. And so if she tries to, like, do jump rope or something, he takes them away. Like, so she's kind of like, yeah. So she really wants to be bendable and stuff. So, and also she's not allowed to view any sports. So her idea of, like, being flexible is, is that she tries to do, like, the splits, but her hips are really far off the ground. She's like, I can do the splits. And they're like, oh, you can? Like, yeah, I'll be your contortionist. <laughs> but she can't do the splits at all. No. She can't uh, dip beneath the lasers because her butt and stuff keeps getting in the lasers. <laughs> she just can't do any, like... Cannot dip beneath the lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you think of that? Where I think that's pretty funny. I like that these people are just entirely incompetent. Yeah. But it's their entire personality, and I feel like that really suits how we set them up at the beginning. So let's yeah. go with that. Entirely incompetent. Okay. Um, we could give a couple examples of sports that she wanted to be in. Like something even ridiculous. Like she wanted to be in softball or something. And that, but her dad's like, I don't want to be seen at a softball game. That's not cool. And then it has to get down even to just like her trying to do yoga in her bedroom. And he's like, Yoga's for suburban white trash or something. Like, then he just like yanks the yoga mat out from under her. Like, we could do these as little flashbacks. Yoga's for yuppies. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, so she's still not letting loose that Tom York is her dad, right? 
Yeah, she's not telling about that. So I guess she can't. So she won't give examples about why he doesn't want to show up at her game or her dance recitals because Cool Town York would not be at a thing like a suburban dad thing like that. Right. So she's just prevented from all this. So does she just lie and tell them? Oh, no, I did softball for like 20 years or something like that. And and like I've been doing yoga forever. I'm very flexible. Yeah, because that's kind of how she's presented herself, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe she's always wearing black track suits and stuff. There you go. With skulls on them. With skulls with on skulls them. With skulls on them. Yeah. Um, and a high ponytail. There you go. Um, uh, because she's goth sporty spice. She's a goth sporty spice. So she's misrepresenting herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the moment where Bethany kind of laments. She's like, well, Charles is the master thief mm-hmm. and sneaker. And you're the and sneaker. <laughs> He's very, very skilled in the art of sneak. He's good at sneaking. <laughs> you're the contortionist. So where do I fit into this? Yeah. And then Lucretia can kind of be like, you know, you're our, our best friend and ringleader. You know, please stop crying. You reek like eggs. <laughs> Every time you cry, the egg smell just gets worse. <laughs> do we want her to... Uh, start to develop some kind of power at this point. Is there a hint of it? Like she starts crying and a, a glass breaks. Yeah. Um, do we want that, or is it going to be a big surprise? Like during the heist, she's able to just suddenly make the entire um, bar start on fire by accident. She's like, "Oh, it turns out I'm highly destructive. I don't need this bar after all." <laughs> I don't know. That would make for a terrible story, which I personally think is kind of funny. Hmm. Like, you just don't hint at it at all, and then we just jump the shark in the last... Yeah, the uh, last couple uh, pages. Suddenly yeah. she's able to do all this really crazy okay, stuff. that's kind of funny. Let's Maybe, do that. Maybe, I don't know. <clears throat> well, in this one with Lucretia, with the last one, we didn't hand it to the reader that really he's just paying them. Like, you're saying it, but it's hidden just enough that, you know, if someone's not really, like paying attention, they won't catch on that he's actually just paying them for the stuff he steals. <laughs> so I kind of like that. It's a little bit not really under the radar, but it's not completely handing it to the reader. So with this, can we hint somehow that she was never really allowed? I don't know how you'd hint at that. Unless she's telling them, like, oh yeah, I spent two months in softball or something. And then they go, normally doesn't that go for a lot longer than two months? And she goes, no, no. <laughs> two months is how long softball is. That's I know. That's the softball season. Yeah, that's the softball season. And then it could be something else like, um, yeah, then it could be something. Uh, then my, or my, my dad said that's a softball season. And then it's like, and then after that, I got into whatever another sport would be. Uh, that also gets shut down. And then it's a hint that the dad really is the one that shut it down, but just lied to her. That's it. We could go the opposite direction where she's a famous person's daughter. So, of course, they're all going to tell her she's really good at it when she's not. Oh, yeah. So we have that angle, too. Maybe he doesn't have the he doesn't want to tell her I'm too cool to do the shit you want to do. So he just lies and says, like, like, oh, you signed up for softball. Well, softball season ends tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> like that kind of thing. And she believes him. He's like, yeah, you're the best athlete. They said you're so good you shouldn't play anymore. It's not fair to the others. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Same. Like we have to. So then we got to think of another sport that he uh, pulls out from under her and lies to her. And she walks away thinking she mastered it. And then when it comes to like yoga, he'll just be 
Like, I don't know. I don't know what the lie would be to get her to stop doing yoga because he doesn't want to have to, like, have her invite her yoga friends over to his house or something, like some reason. But it'd just be something like, no, the mats, you're highly allergic to those yoga mats, so you really shouldn't be doing it. Plus, your instructor called and said you're making the others feel bad because you're so good at yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So there's got to be something we can do where she's telling that story, but it becomes clear that really her dad's manipulating her out of it and telling her she's the best. Right. A lot better than her just lying. Right. No, I want her to be unaware yeah. of what's happening. Right. Poor Lucretia. What would the next sport be? And then we can end with something like, whether it's yoga or something else more, like, flexible. So she's convinced she's, like, flexy. Flexy? Flexy. I said that. Uh, gymnastics? <gasps> yes. Well, she tried gymnastics. Oh. And that's the one that... They're like, it's not fair for you to be competing. It's not fair for the rest of them. Or what if we said that, what if we save the it's not fair thing for the yoga part? Sure. What if gymnastics, she told her dad, I want to join gymnastics. And he said, well, you know, gymnastics you're supposed to do at home. So then in his garage, he sets up a couple like lame homemade gymnastics things for her to do. And he goes, yeah, you just get out there, just wing it. <laughs> something, something where it's like she's basically not doing real gymnastics and she's not allowed to be around other people while she does it. So she's just doing it in her basement or her garage or something like that. Like gymnastics is a solo sport. You're supposed to train alone. You're not sport. supposed to do it in a group of people. No, it's indecent. Yeah, it's indecent. The outfits are too tight. I don't know. I, he is a rabbi. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, and then the, the yoga one you can get out of by saying, well, you're too good at it and you're making all the others feel bad. You're too good at yoga. <laughs> or should we just make that the answer for everything? They asked me to stop playing softball because I was too good at it and I was making everyone else feel bad. <laughs> the thought of being too good at yoga is hilarious. <laughs> it's not competitive. <laughs> I was too good at it and it wasn't fair. To the other competitors. To the other competitors. <laughs> she also has a deep misunderstanding of what sports are. Yeah, exactly. That is hilarious. And so softball could, like, you could say you only do it for three weeks at a time. It's not really a sport. It's just recreational. That's what my dad told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are her, her things. So at this point now, they have to... Uh, they have to admit that they're missing Mateo for us yes. to move to the next chapter. Because <clears throat> he would be the eyes and ears. Yeah. So they're, she's, Bethany's crying. She smells like wet eggs. She's like, okay, well, you know, if I'm the leader, I'm going to be running this thing. We still need a lookout. Mm-hmm. Who do we get? And then they're like, oh, it's Mateo. And that's when they go down and find Mateo at the 7-Eleven. Try to convince him. That's true. Is that the next chapter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and one last thing for this, because this went really fast. One last thing for this. Should we have a scene where she is supposed to do something gymnastics-y or flexy, but she can't, but she doesn't get caught and it ends up working out like, I don't know what it would be like. If you're really so good at it, can you shimmy through this vent or something you know and then it's like she kind of can't but it winds up working out somehow in the end they're like wow you are really good and then she's too dumb to realize she was just lucky like I don't know how we paint that scenario yeah you know yeah no definitely um because she's kind of auditioning right 
Yeah, because so, he, previous chapter was him literally stealing in front of them. And they're like, wow, how did you do it? We were right there. So this is, should be a thing. I don't know what the scenario is, but uh, something where it's like, like, yeah, I've been flexible my entire life. And then she can talk about the sports. And she's like, but I was too good. And then it goes down. And she's like, why don't you get a load of this? I'm going to, like, where are they right now on this? Are they still at the mall at oh, this Oh, that's point? a good question. The environment that they're in? Because then it could be like, watch me sneak past this guard or, you know, like this shopping mall cop or something, you know, whatever it would be, <laughs> like, watch me sneak past it. And then we'll do some sort of weird slapstick sort of thing. But in the end, it works. She's just like, I'm the most flexible person alive. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. But, yeah. I like that. <clears throat> I just don't know what. <laughs> I'm... I'm for getting the idea, but I ha- I don't know how to execute it, so I'm leaving it to you. <laughs> I like the idea of um, uh, maybe like a Mission Impossible style yeah. thing. Yeah. So maybe it's uh, by the fountain in the mall. <laughs> okay, I love how most of this is taking place in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> the mall cops are at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So in the in the Rockaway Mall, there's like a big center. Uh, there are t- two kind of no. There's like one major center vestibule, vestibule where you have uh, the fountain vegetable. and the elevators and um, the Starbucks. Okay. And then you know it's kind of surrounded. Um, so I'm imagining the mall cops are at the Starbucks, and she needs to sneak past them, um, and she. Like, does this kind of, like, shimmy where she has to sneak behind multiple things. She has to climb the fountain. She's obviously going to have to knock over someone's coffee tray or something. If she's going past the Starbucks, it's going to have to be where she shimmies through, like, the... I don't know. Is the Starbucks, like, a, a kiosk thing out in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, she somehow sneaks behind the counter and sneaks out the other side of the counter but knocks over a ton of coffee. You know, there's got to be... We were looking for ridiculous Benny Hill-style slapstick, I think, in this yeah, case. <laughs> for sure. So I don't know what it would be. And then if she's got to shimmy up the water fountain thing, I don't know what that would be. She, um... It ruins it, but I would love it if it's like basically she's trying to climb up the water fountain thing Slips, falls, knocks her head. Then she winds up laying over the arm of one of the escalators and just slowly is going up while she's unconscious. And they're like, she did it. <laughs> it ruins the joke. But I, look at her go. I just love that visual. No. Her slowly going up and they're all like, wow, look at her go. <laughs> that is pretty hilarious. Uh, okay, so they're still at the mall. And she has to... So the objective is to get from one side to the other without alerting the mall cops, which is hilarious because they're not looking at her in the first place. What if it's not just the mall cops? <clears throat> what if it's, are you able to get from one side of the mall to the other without being seen by anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so clearly everyone's seeing her, but she thinks, you know, they all think she's not. I don't know. Yeah. Because she, she has to use all her, her talents. So maybe she... Uh, I don't... Mm. What if it's like, get... Okay, how about go to the center of the mall and steal a handful of quarters and pennies from the fountain without anyone <laughs> seeing you? Something like that. Yeah. 
And then as she's standing in the water trying to pull out a bunch of pennies and quarters, a cop is coming up behind her, but she slips and falls down. And the cop misses when he tries to grab her, and then she slides across the floor like a snake. She's all wet. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't get her. She's like a greased pig. <laughs> but no one, for some reason, they don't see the cop actually did see her. By the time she slides up to their feet, they're like, you did it. Wow. <laughs> wow. They're like up on the second floor. Uh yeah, so she'll do some kind of bumbling rolling. Yeah, something like that. Like some forward rolls that are really clunky. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. And she can't get her legs tucked up, so it's just like an old person falling down the stairs kind of rolling. Where it's like, dunk, dunk, dunk. <laughs> 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 She's got real stiff hamstrings and stuff. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, have fun with that one. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one to word. Gonna have to paint that picture, dude. Gotta paint that picture. It would be funny if, um, as soon as they say that, um, that, like, you, like, oh my god, you did it. Like, how much change did you wind up getting? And she goes, I don't know, let's see. And if she opens up her hands and her hands are empty, it's because what's his name actually stole it, but there is, like, a, a $5 bill in her hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. A little slight of hand. Looking for this. And he shakes his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because she's partially unconscious, unconscious as she was sliding on the floor up to him or something, so it wasn't yes. like he, he's not really a master. I don't know. There could be a lot of really cheesy stuff he could do there. I just don't know what. No, that would be really funny. Uh, you don't have to have her talk about how you guys are all good at something. What do I add? She could do that at the beginning of the next chapter when they go see Mateo. Yeah. So she could be like, that thing he did where he stole the money out of your hand and no one saw it was amazing. You got the money out of the thing. That was amazing. Like, what do I add? And I don't you know, that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, are Bethany and Mateo going to bang? Because they don't want to get caught. Whatever the thing is where someone's going to see Mateo and Bethany and then it's like, quick, kiss me. And then he starts fingering her. <laughs> but his hand is just like up inside her body because he's transparent. That's why you mentioned it at one point. I love that idea. That's pretty hilarious. But okay. instead of like a quick kiss me, it could just be like, quick, we got to look like we're a couple. And then he's like going down on her. But you said yeah. his, his face is like in partially her in her abdomen. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Do we have anything else to add to that chapter? I think that's kind of it. Another short chapter. Yeah. Short episode. I know this book is short. Yeah, it's fine. We gotta get it out of the way. We got more crap to do. We got a Christmas carol to make. That is true. We have too many things going on. I know. So that's December 1st. All right. Well, we're chugging through this book. We've got some exciting things coming up on the docket. We're... <laughs> I know. Once our Christmas gift is made, should we let the world know? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> our Christmas gift to the world. <laughs> it's been something that uh, Glenn and I have been joking about for literally a year. Oh, it's been a year of it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I guess you're right. It was before Christmas that we were talking about it. Holy shit. Yeah. A joke that's been going on for a year, and we're finally going to make it happen. Yeah. I'm so excited. I am incredibly excited. Um, we have a lot of work to do in the next uh, the next month. Hardly. So we'll pound it out. That'll be fine. <laughs> it's going to be easy. We download a thing I pay for. It's never easy. And then we just do it. 
We'll let you know. We'll let you guys know. You'll be the first to hear. <laughs> After we've given it as gifts to everyone in my family. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, thanks for listening. And I guess that's it. We're going to go. Bye. Bye. Want to contact us? Don't. This isn't about you. But if you have to, my email is glenn.nuzzles, N-U-Z-Z-L-E-S, at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, uh, at House Nuzzle. Uh, but don't bother us, because we're too busy working. <laughs>